Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal presented by 910 Coastal Barbecue. I am your host, Marcus Bullock. With me, as always, is my co-host, Brett Gall. What's going on, Brett? What up, what up? We're getting to the end here, aren't we? Unfortunately, um, we're here. We're glad to be here, but we're here to give you week 12 locks. Uh, two more weeks. You got this week. You got rivalry week and then um, conference championships after that. Then it's bowl season. So a good time of the year. A lot of football is on the slate um, between like college. I'm just going to be like pretty sporadic here. I'm giving you like daily games in a couple weeks. You got NFL uh, picking up. You know who the, the best teams are. You know who has the worst fantasy football team in your league. So it's, it's a lot going on um, this time of the year. You got the World Cup coming up, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much of that I'll be watching. I know Brett, you're a soccer guy. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not a huge soccer guy. Like I was when I when I played in high school, I was more of a soccer guy. But I definitely watch the World Cup. I enjoy watching the World Cup. So is the U.S. going to be any good this year? No, probably not. But I mean, are we ever good? No. Yeah. So our first game is first game is Wales on Monday at two, I think, and then is that official the, World Cup play? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The World Cup starts on Sunday with the. Uh, Qatar and uh, Ecuador, I think. Cool. And then, um, then on uh, next Friday, a week from tomorrow, is when USA plays England on Black Friday. Nice. Well, we know who is good, and he's back for his second dose of the podcast this year. Chris Collins, C squared, is joining us. What's going on, man? What's going on? Appreciate being back, y'all. Let's have a good one. No, thanks for thanks for coming back. Last time you were here was week two. You had a four and two week yourself. I think that week we were 14 and eight overall as a show. And after last week or after the last couple of weeks, we, we need to get back on track here. So we're bringing the heavy hitters back that do the, the most the most best complete research. And we're going to try to get on top because week 11, it, it wasn't good for the show. Um, the syndicate overall, six and 14 power parlay, every single pick missed. That's how you know it was a rough week. I guess uh, I was the leader in the clubhouse at four and six. My four wins got uh, started on, I believe that was Friday night, uh, East Carolina plus six covered. And then my three wins on Saturday, Tennessee laying 10 and a hook first half. That was tight, but it hit. Uh, SMU covered 17 and a half against USF Bulls, did what they had to do. And then Florida State got it done in the JMA Wireless Dome against Cuse. Florida State's looked very good this year. And uh, six losses. Oklahoma lost outright to West Virginia. Liberty, UConn, wow. Um, Georgia Tech, blown out by Miami. It's like the games that I lost, I was usually very, very wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> App State tried to get it done against Marshall, just couldn't do it. Wake Chapel Hill. It was looking pretty good at one point, but when Wake wants to turn the ball over like two or three consecutive drives in the fourth quarter to leave that total hanging at 70, um, when I had it at 76 and a hook, that was a tough beat. And TCU blitz Texas. Um, looking back, that was pretty stupid. I kind of went against my my normal principle. I always fade Texas because they're usually overrated and uh, that they were against the Horned Frog. So that was a four and six week for me last week. 45-48 overall for the season, still within striking distance. I like the slate decently this week, and I think I can push that uh, back over 500. 
Next up, ah, Joel, one and three. That's crazy. Maybe, maybe that's why he hasn't been coming on the show. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, Joel, you, you might just have to stay off. <laughs> um, Joel had one win. He took his Gators land eight. They got it done. And then his three losses, Missouri did not cover against Tennessee. We talked about Liberty and LSU. One by three, not three, not over three and a half um, against Arkansas, but decent win for the Tigers. I think they had a, a couple calls go their way in that game. Um, a couple spots that were a little tough for the pigs, but they did win, just did not cover. Um, next up, uh, Brett, one and four. One win, Ole Miss plus 12 against Bama. And you, I mean, we talked about the first two games already. Oklahoma will come back there. Liberty did not cover 14. Kansas State, Baylor. Decided to play some defense in Texas, did Texas things. But uh, talk to us about, like, West Virginia. Did, I should not be sweating this over five and a half. They right. have four I mean, so it helped our cause that it was raining most of the game. And we, we benched A.T. Daniels. We put in Garrett Green, our uh, redshirt sophomore, and he's more of a running kind of quarterback. And then we're able to stop it. So – I don't know what's going to happen this week. We just fired our AD, thank God. So hopefully, uh, you get the you bring the they're supposed to bring a new AD within three to four weeks, and I assume that after that, Neil Brown will be fired. So got Kansas State this week, but I, I mean I don't know. If we win if we win uh, this weekend. You get a little nervous for the five and a half. I mean, I really don't think you're gonna beat Kansas State, but like at least I don't, I don't think we beat either, to be honest. But yeah, I also but, didn't think we were gonna beat Oklahoma. So, but you guys and I said this like, although I jumped on the fade last week, you played decent at home. So, I mean, there's always a shot, but then I'm going to Stillwater later on. I mean, it could yeah, be. which we never play well in Stillwater. Yeah, I hope you hold true to that, just like you never play well in Ames. It's, it's true. <laughs> I told. I listen. I told you. They need West Virginia next week. I don't know. Of course, it's not like Oklahoma State's playing good ball right now either. So, Gunner Gundy's starting quarterback. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't think I want uh, any part of that game. But yeah. So, Joel won in three last week. Brett won in four. Brett overall 28 33 for the season. Said in the group text that good wins have been hard to come by. And uh, Joel brings down our guest overall to 28 and 34 on the season. But no time like the present. We have the right guy here to uh, get us back in. Uh, the Barbecue Boys last week, they also took LSU covering three and a hook. They missed their eight and five overall for the season. Again, six and 14 last week. But everything comes back to the mean. I think we're due for a heater, and we have the right guy to do it. Um, Chris, in the meantime, since you had it, it's been 10 whole weeks since we've, since we've heard from you on the show, let everybody know how you've been doing. I mean, in all like facets, you've been betting any college basketball. I know you said you've been doing pretty good in hockey. How you looking like college football? Give us an update. Well, so my big thing is, is obviously very difficult to predict anything starting the season. So of course I laid a little bit on college basketball NBA when we got started. And then the wiser part of me was like, no, you're not going to be able to predict any of this right now. So stop betting basketball right now so I peeled away from basketball then that's when I checked out hockey because you know they're I guess maybe a month or two into it right now and um hockey you know you kind of have your good goalie and if the good goalie's in against the backup it's most of the time going to favor that team with the better goalie so that's kind of my strategy there but I mean NFL's same kind of thing I get trapped into some uh player props any touchdown anytime touchdowns and have fun with that but it's been going pretty good. Up, you know, the up and downs, that's what brings us back. So, 
Yeah, no kidding. It's, it's, it's fun to fire bullets and, uh, and play the game. Um, so before we get kicked off, uh, do we have anybody playing SMU Tulane tonight or any Friday night plays between USF Tulsa or San Diego State in uh, New Mexico? Mm-hmm. All right, looks like we got a bunch of Sunday action. Okay, well, um, Chris, you're the guest. You have honors on the tee box. Take us wherever you want to. All right, I'll just start at the 12 o'clock games. I'm, uh, I know it didn't look good for us last week, but I'm leaning on Liberty this week against Virginia Tech, against your Hokies. <laughs> what do we get? What do we get them at now? I have minus 10. If I can get them at minus nine and a half, that would be 10 the best number we can get you. Yeah, that's always, you know, that's a football number. So I guess, you know, you're at least going to get a push, but. I don't know. I kind of, you know, Liberty's been pretty hot. Virginia Tech, obviously not the season they've been wanting. And, you know, they just lost to UConn. So, I don't, you know, hopefully they wake up after that and kind of, you know, hey, we're playing for a better bowl game here. We're better than this, you know. Let's get a win. Um, I was looking at some stuff, too, and it was um, – so, they got kicked out of the top 25. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, they got the boot. And that's kind of, you know, another wake-up call. Let's go get it. Virginia Tech lost to Old Dominion by three earlier. Liberty beat Old Dominion by 14. Uh, they're they're at home. A lot of things are kind of in their favor right now. So, I'm okay with playing Liberty. Yep, I agree. That's my, that's my first lock on the board. Um, definitely fading the Hokies here. It's not a good football team at all. Yeah. There, there's nothing going for them. And I think Liberty is going to have a bounce-back week. Uh, coming home, it's going to be hard to repeat that performance again on defense. Uh, UConn, like you said, not our father's or grandfather's UConn team. They actually look decent um, this mm-hmm. year in, in a bunch of spots. So, yeah, um, give me the flames. Let's lay 10. Yeah. Brett? I was thinking about hopping on this one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the loss to UConn is as bad. I mean, this is Jim Moore has done a good job there this year. I mean, mm-hmm. that program was in shambles, and he's kind of revived UConn. And this Virginia Tech team is bad. Right. All right, put me on it. All right, yay! Across there we the go. <laughs> Liberty laying ten for everybody. Um, I think I have more plays than both of you guys, so I'll go ahead and toss one out. I don't really want to bet on this team, but it's more of a fade Boston College move right here. So the Eagles are going to South Bend. They're playing Notre Dame. It looks like a lot of the money is on BC. I looked at Notre Dame's roster today, and it doesn't look like they're missing anybody, like as of now that they haven't been like missing all season, like due to injuries. But I think with the complete lack of Boston College having players in every position spot outside of wide receiver um, with Zay, I think Notre Dame's going to get a lot of pressure on the quarterback, uh, force Jacobic into a lot of bad throws and pretty much shut down the run. So with the Irish, who've kind of found themselves on like the backside of the season, like after Stanford and, you know, playing a couple more iffy games, like we saw what they did to Clemson. So I think they're going to roll Boston College. I, I kind of see the final score to this game being like 38-10, you know, something like that. I mean, Zay's going to get his, but I don't. Is Jacobic back? I think he was questionable. I, I I was looking on Twitter. Honestly, I don't know if I'd play him after. I, by the way, were you at that game last on Saturday? No, I was not. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one to miss. Yeah, I mean, that was a bad loss. That's terrible. Yeah, that's a bad loss right there. 
Yeah, we can we can get into that later. I mean, yeah. there, there may be a NC State Louisville play uh, here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Phil Dracovic is listed as injured officially, but. I think I mean, honestly, I think that what the third string, I guess it is, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, or whatever. He is probably better than the Chambers. Yeah. What happened to Dracovic? He's really, I mean, he a couple of years ago, he was all world. Like, he was one of the better quarterbacks in the ACC, and he's yeah. really just he, he, he was looking like an NFL uh, prospect for sure. But no, or Boston College really just doesn't have a lot of talent on that team. Um, they used to have like pretty consistent like running backs. Of course, they have Zay, but outside of that, they like they have no offensive line at all. I I, I don't know if this is like official, but I think at one point they were starting like two walk-ons, like on the O line and on the offensive line. Wow! If you ever get into that point in your season to where you <laughs> you have walk-ons protecting your quarterback, I mean it's yeah. no surprise he's banged up. This is we'll put in the backup. Like I think I think Halfley's a great coach. I mean, I think that BC is like a fairly healthy program, a lot more than it than what it looks like on the surface. But I mean, it just comes down to bodies right now and late in the season. They just ain't got it. So I expect Notre Dame to roll here. Also, with you know, 79% of bets on BC and 98% of the money. This is a shiny building game. And Notre Dame's hot right now. I mean, Syracuse, Clemson, they won four straight. So I think that's a good play. Yep. Yeah. I don't hate it. All right, so uh, that's two for me. Um, Chris, you want to go ahead and take it? Yeah, I think I got another 12 o'clock here. Let me see. Mm, no, I changed my mind on that. I was going back and forth about Duke and Pitt, but I think I'm going to stay away from that. Ooh, do it. Do you do want it. me to get into it? Uh, well, I, we can talk about it if you don't want to play it officially. No, nah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I was, I was leaning Pitt. Well, honestly, at first I was leaning Duke, and then I was like, you know what? It's senior day, it's senior game for Pitt. Duke's kind of been a little cold lately, I think. No, they've been okay. They've won three straight. Um, I mean, I think Duke's had a really good year for a for a Duke football year. Oh yeah, but um, sure. and then Pitt's kind of been picking it up though after they beat Syracuse. So I don't know. I don't really. I can't really pick a side there, and that seven and a hook is kind of what makes it. A tougher decision. Is that one of your plays? No, no, not one of mine. Um, Brett, are you on this one? No, I, I, I think it's a flip of the coin to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Pitt's been playing a little better lately, though. But I, I yeah, I, I'm staying away from that one. All right, well then I'll take it to my my bold play right here too. I'm gonna go. I'm taking TCU two and a half. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but I, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I. That's what I'm gonna add. I feel like we've been disrespecting TCU. Right. I mean, they're undefeated. And then Baylor's kind of getting overhyped a little bit, I think, too. Yeah. They have been getting that all year. Um, I mean, they have a couple. I mean, dude, they just got smacked by Kansas State. Yeah, like, it wasn't, you know, like a, they lost by a touch or 10. That was yeah 31 to 3. That was at home, too. <laughs> and at home, right. So, I mean, I get they could come out a little hot, a little pissed off, want to win or whatever. But TCU's got bigger things on their mind. They – if they lose a game, they're out of the playoffs, I think. So, yes or no? Does TCU win out? Who do they have next after Baylor? It's Iowa State. Iowa State, and yeah, they'll play they the Twelve Championship. Which I, I'm trying to think who they'll play currently, like right now, based on the Kansas. I think it's Kansas State. Yeah, I think it Kansas is. State, yeah, uh, that would be a good game, TCU and Kansas State. Yeah, I mean that was a good. They played a couple weeks ago. 
We'll 38-28, TCU won. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you get past Baylor, I feel like it's a little bit of trap game, but that's what we've been saying every single game. Right. So, yeah, mean, I'll, I'll lay the two and a half. I think that's a, yeah, that's a cheap I'm, I'm in on that TCU well. game. I'm in on that as well. All right, well, I agree with you. That was the last play that I put on uh, my card for the week, but it's there. I, I like the Horn Frogs in the spot, and personally, like I, I hyped them up in like preseason win totals. Like I'm glad, like they hit their over already, obviously. But I mean, I always said like TC, like no team in the Big Twelve is that much better than anybody, and TCU is going to turn into a pumpkin. And I think I faded them like two times since then, and they proved me wrong every single time. And it is probably just not going to happen this year. I mean, but I mean, at least my read was like somewhat right of them being a very good football team this year. But yeah, I think Baylor sucks. <laughs> right. I mean, I know they're at home. There may be like something in the air. Who knows? Yeah, they were at home last game, though. I mean, right. this is the 12 o'clock game, too, which I mean, how much of a crowd will actually be there is the question. Man. I mean, I guess you got a top 14 coming. Hey, in. The crowd will be there, but it'll be there for TCU is what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think those, those those guys from like Dallas Fort Worth are going to travel like pretty or were TCUs in uh Wake, was it Waco? Waco, yeah. That's, yeah. That's Baylor's in Waco. Or uh, Baylor's in Waco. Where the hell is TCU? Fort Worth, I think. Okay, yes, I was right. Yeah, Fort Worth. I was I would, I forget like SMU's around there too. Um yeah. And yeah, you got a got a couple of Texas schools around there. But yeah, um Horn Frogs laid it to and a hook. I don't really see like any a sweat in anything here. I think they blitz them. And that's that's those are the numbers that I like the two and a half. Now you get me at a three and a half or something, then I'm like, oh. I, I was pretty impressed by their defense against Texas. Definitely. Yeah. They played I mean, they played yeah, a great game. They played out of their freaking minds. Yeah, I mean uh, low low really score. Impressed. We 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 at the like few weeks ago, we were hyping up viewers. I'm telling you what, he might be uh you got Arch Arch Manning coming in next year, so it's good. Mm -hmm. Things are going to get interesting because is he mm -hmm. going to be the starter? And if he's not the starter, if he transfers, he's got to sit out a year because he's already used his one year transfer or whatever. So mm -hmm. things will be interesting on that end. Yeah, he might be transferring pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I I really in that TCU Texas game, I really thought like B John was going to go crazy, like. Yeah, I, I wasn't really expecting Eagles to have like a fantastic like wannabe Heisman moment game, but dude, they bottled up the run and said, "Throw the ball against us," and they couldn't do it. So they they definitely reflecting the scoreboard. It's, mm -hmm. it's the closest the score actually was. I don't think they. I never really felt nervous for TCU. You know, like yeah. it, like watching it in the flow. It's never like, oh, Texas is gonna come back and win this game. I never really mm -hmm. thought that was in play. TCU just kind of like strangled them like a python. And just like never let up. I feel like that's how this week's is going to go too. Like it, it's going to be close, but you're going to kind of feel safe having TCU. I feel like, or even if they get down, it's like okay, look, TCU. They're gonna they'll get hot. They'll come back. It'll be okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I will go ahead. I have three more plays. Um, College Park. The Buckeyes are going there. They're playing the Terps again. Ohio State has to be thinking worst-case scenario. Well, two things at play here. They can get up early, sit guys out, prepare for Michigan. You know, I can easily see that. This Maryland team hasn't had a lot of consistency and continuity, like when it comes to playing well and stringing together like a bunch of wins in a row. Um, but I kind of see 
everybody at this point in the season needs style points. Like, I, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're in prime position, number two in the college football polls, because you have to think at Ohio State in the back of their mind, I mean, like, okay, they might lose to Michigan. If that happens, we're going to have to look dominant down the stretch. And, like, Tennessee is doing their thing. They're looking down. Tennessee is really just waiting on Ohio State or Michigan to lose and hop right in. But I got to think these coaches have to have the mindset of, run it up every single game and maybe if we slip up the committee you'll still like give us the nod just depending so I think Ohio State's going to score a lot of points I think that they're going to score early and often and I mean they just have way more talent on their team than Maryland I would probably take this at 28 for a push but I mean most consistent number we see out there is 27 and a half so I feel really comfortable taking four touchdowns and if you look at if you look at Ohio State, um, their last like couple games blitzed uh, it Indiana, like Northwestern. We know it was close, but Penn State kind of like backdoored that, beat the hell out of Iowa, like beating Michigan State up. Rutgers, they like manhandled pretty much everyone on their schedule. So I like them in this spot. I was waiting for a classic, Marcus. I'll take the first half line on this one. That's not a bad move. Honestly, I was waiting. I thought that's where you're going with this the whole time. 16 and a half now. Yeah, 14 and a half if you want it. Yeah, I still don't like it. I'd take it at 14 or 13 and a hook, but I I just think like over the whole game, they're going to wear them out. I don't know if it's going to be early. First quarter. First quarter, laying seven is not bad. I could see like a – maybe like Uh two. I'm fading my first quarter picks again. I've I've had a first quarter pick last week, and I was feeling solid, and then – you know, they ended up covering the spread for the game, but it was like nobody scored in the first quarter. And I was like, who was it? Uh, I can't remember. It might have been uh, it was an ACC team, but it just kind of like went, you know, point here, point there, run the ball, run the ball. And it was like nothing really happened the whole first quarter. So, yeah, I hear it. But, yep, I'm taking a high state lay the 27 and a half. Not scared. Strong. All right, um, whoever wants it, uh, Chris, I think you probably have more plays than Brett. Brett, how many are you looking at? I think I'll probably add two more. All right, what about you, Chris? Uh, I feel good about three more. All right, cool. So, Chris, you go because I have two more as well. Okay. Um, if I'm going by the time right here, my next one is old tar holes. Oh, but you're, you're going to think I'm taking the tar holes, but I'm taking Georgia Tech plus 21. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look, I I thought you know everybody everybody's you know Carolina you know this Drake May this and I'm I'm behind it of course you know I'm okay with that. But oh, can you get plus twenty one and a half? Yep, you can get twenty one and a half. Oh, that yeah, that's hammer that. Because <laughs> I don't I mean Georgia Tech is you know Georgia Tech they're mediocre all the time so this is kind of where they're at again. But they've haven't really gotten blown out by that many people. I mean, so I was looking at it. So even against Miami last week, they only lost by 21, which is scary that they lost to Miami that bad. But That game was ugly, though. That's yeah. a bad loss right there. I mean, yeah. Even I don't know, but they're kind of like the majority of the ACC, they've kind of hung. I mean, they beat Pitt. They beat Duke. Virginia's trash, but that's okay. They <laughs> They beat Clemson. No, they lost by Clemson by a lot. Yeah. I was like, I'm reading that wrong. But um, 
I don't know. I just feel like this is one of those like trap games for Carolina right now. And UNC is not used to hype, especially around football. And especially now that people are recognizing Drake Mays, you know, hey, maybe he's worth the Heisman vote. Then I think I think Mac will get him right, but I don't see it being a blowout like that. That's fair. Plus, you know, I, remember I, what I told you? I told you, you know, Mac late night games, Mac starts falling asleep a little bit. Five thirty is it's not too late, but it's it's gonna be dark outside by then. <laughs> so I can see it as like a 17, 18 point kind of game. Right. I think this is, you know, cover the back door kind of games right here. So I thought about this. Do you think Mac wants to give Drake May a Heisman moment and just leave him in and let him run it up? I think they're going to want to run it up because I, I think Carolina fans still somehow think they're like in the college football race still. Like, mm-hmm. Some some do so. They, right. I mean, they got to get those style points, you know. Yeah, and I mean that could either be good for him or be bad for him. Is kind of what I'm getting at too. Because if they keep him in, he tries to you know throw fifty yard bombs just because they want to run it up. You know, they end up doing something stupid and get let Georgia Tech get back in the game. And I don't know. I think I think you know he's gonna give him a shot. You know he's gonna let Drake May ball out, but and he probably will get three touchdowns, 400 yards, something crazy. But I think Georgia Tech will hang with them just enough for this three-touch. What do you think about, like, first quarter, laying seven? What was the first half? Eleven and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's probably easier than the first quarter. Yeah. I feel like Carolina is starts off strong and then blows it. And then has to figure yeah. out how they're going to win at the end again. Yeah, I like the first half play. Uh, laying eleven and a hook. They're like a volume shooter in the NBA. Like maybe start like once they if you give them enough possessions, they're going to score. Like it's just inevitable. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it might be twenty-one to six at halftime or something. You know. Yeah, clearly. And then Georgia Tech's going to hang around just long enough. Yeah, I'm hoping for Georgia Tech went out right, but I'm probably not going <laughs> to get my wish. Hold on, hold on. Nobody wished for that. So um, when when Chapel Hill plays Clemson in the ACC championship, you come to Charlotte for it. I already got my tickets. Oh man, <laughs> you gonna be there? Uh, that's in two weeks. This will yeah, be the third, December third. Yeah, so duck season will be out. So I definitely won't be like traveling. I'll probably be at home. Um, let, let me know your tailgate plans. I may I may pop into Uptown. Yeah, we can we can hang out and do something. Yeah, we can we'll, we'll figure it out. At least that way, you know, I'll have fun before the game, and then they'll get stomped on by Clemson. It's like, oh, at mean, least I had hey, a good time. Clemson is is not exactly like balling right now, you know. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, you, you'll definitely be able to score on Clemson. I think that's for sure. Right. It's going to be, can you stop Clemson yourself? You know, uh, it could the, be. The I, answer to that is no. See, that's going to be like. What do you it's think? Be like a ninety point like, over under. <laughs> yeah. What what do, what do we think the over under will be for that? 65. Yeah. I kind of higher. see that. You think higher? I mean, that's that's a high number, so that's probably what it's going to be. But it's going to be one of those, like, you know, when they score 80 points or 90 points or something crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, under the lights, too, like you're saying, they're probably going to cut, cut them loose a little bit more. So, yeah. What do you think that line's going to open at? You think Clemson, like – 
seven. Five, five. yeah, five, yeah. seven. Uh, it'll be something disrespectful. It'll be like Clemson eight or something, Clemson nine. Oh, I could see that. I could see Clemson being like a eight, nine point favorite. I mean, low key, that's kind of what TCU spirit is to Baylor. Like, do we really think Baylor's only three points worse than TCU? Yeah, they, they, I think that they keep on doing this spread, like hoping TC is going to lose at this point, honestly. Yeah. It, like me and Brett were texting earlier, said Vegas is kind of like tightening up. It's either like something super like, holy crap, like really? What's yeah, going right. on? Or it's like, I got to hammer it. And then they get exactly. you. And then it's like, <laughs> ah, you got me. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> think the lines a little earlier on in the season were more friendly, but yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. You got got to keep firing away. Um, all right, uh, so Chris, you got Georgia Tech plus twenty one in a hook. Uh, Brett, give give us one. I I was debating on whether to go on to it, but I think I'm going to. I I, I like Kansas State this weekend. Um, coming to Morgantown, seven and a half. I, I like I like the, for this to be like a ten point game. To be honest, I don't I don't even care if like Adrian Martinez is playing or not. That, uh, the Will Howard or whatever has been balling as a backup right now. Honestly, he's, he's kind of been playing a little better than Martinez is now. So, I, I don't know. I just like – I like them to come in. I still don't know the quarterback situation. But I think the difference is, is Kansas State has been able to, like, practice based on if if uh, our backup Garrett Green plays, whereas Oklahoma really wasn't able to practice. So, they'll probably be prepared for it, and I think that's going to be the difference. So, I like this to be like a 10-point game here. I kind of like the under 54 and a half. Yeah, I can see that too, to be honest. I don't think we'll score. I mean, Kansas State has a solid defense too. So I can see us maybe like a 30 to 50, 30 20 kind of game. Like a 30 20. Yeah, I was going to say like a 30 20 sounds about right. Mm, not going to do it. Nah, I, I like I, it. I like the under. I don't know. Hey, especially after after Baylor scored three points last week, the over unders is really not. I mean, I was all I thought for sure that I could get an over on that game last week, and they laid an egg. So mm-hmm. I'm staying away from it. Yeah. Um, uh, good luck. I'm I'm not fading West Virginia at home anymore. Yeah, I don't know what the. I don't know what the weather is going to be yet either. I guess I should look that up too, because that will play a factor. I know, especially in Buffalo, they're supposed to get a shit ton of snow. Yeah, like it's going to be pretty nasty up north. So much they had to, so much they yeah. had to change the game or whatever. Did you see any of that action last night with the yeah, West, Western, Western and Central? That was yeah, crazy. All the snow. It was. <laughs> yeah, me and my buddy, we uh, we went to a bar just to catch up and get a couple drinks in. Like he was facing the TV, we're in a booth, and like I wasn't, I was facing like the front door. And he's like, "Oh my goodness, did you see that?" And I like turn around, and I guess the TV just like cut to something else. But I was like, "Dude, it's like pouring ass like down rain outside." And he was like, "No, dude, it's snowing like hell up there." I'm like, "Oh yeah, like Maction, like Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, it's right. the time of the year they're they're getting a couple like feet of snow, a couple inches of snow up there." If you ever want a Maction lock, I've been riding with Ohio almost every week now. Are they usually the dog or? I mean, they're usually like a anywhere from like a three to seven point favorite, but they've been just blowing people out. Interesting. I think they won last night by probably, I think like two touchdowns. I'll, I'll look into that. Maction's always, I don't get a lot of eyes on it, so it's hard yeah. to judge it. But, dude, I'll tell you something. Um, I think it was yeah. 
it was last year or two years ago. I don't know who I was texting, but we used we like principal every week. We would take every dog in the action. And I think over maybe like a three, because they only do the like Tuesday, Wednesday night games for like the last like four weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think like we were maybe like 12 and six or something like that. Like when it, when it all came out in the wash, um, like Mac dogs was a thing. And I got that idea, me and my buddy, shout out to uh, Matt Carney. We used to work together. Um, I'm, I'm my previous employer. When we were still in the office, we used to degenerate, like just bet Ivy League basketball in Ivy League basketball. No, it was Ivy League football. It was football. It was. They play on Fridays. So we would no, no, it was basketball. I think it was basketball, actually. But anyway, every time the Ivy League played, we called it Ivy Dogs. Take every single dog in the Ivy League. And we were making hand over fist money in college basketball. Every week, like if Harvard was a two point dog to Yale, they'll probably win by like 10 points, like Princeton versus like Dartmouth. No sweat. 15, 15 point favorite. Lay it. <laughs> we, dude, we were killing it in college basketball that year solely because of the Ivy League. <laughs> but dude, there's just some conferences and some sports. You just got to get into a groove and take it blindly because right. it will pay off every now and then. I may need to revisit that. Yeah, I was going to say we might need to check that out this year. <laughs> yeah. hey, we're, we're getting into the swing college basketball. Oh, yeah. I meant to ask you earlier. Are you concerned about North Carolina yet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, concerned to the point of, like, you know, is the season going to be okay? No, I'm not that concerned. But, I mean, we don't all know. You, What's up? Don't, don't you kind of get the feeling, like, all right, it, it's kind of the whole Carolina situation is kind of like the year before when UCLA made the run. UCLA got hot, you know, they got hot towards the end of the year, bought out in the tournament, made it to whatever, where they lost to Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Everybody came back. And so everybody was like, oh my God, like UCLA top, top five team or whatever. But a lot of people forget that like UCLA was average most of that year and they just got hot. Right. So I think it's kind of the same thing for Carolina. I think I think losing Manic hurts a lot too. I yeah. mean, especially at the the last month, Manic could not miss. Mm-hmm. And he was like, honestly, maybe besides Caleb Love, like the hottest part of the team during yeah. that yeah. kind of stretch. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you got. I mean, the way we talked about it was everybody's going to come and give them their best because they're ranked number one and they're Carolina and they're supposed to be all that. Yeah. So everybody's going to come in and hit them with all they got, like Garner, the Garner-Webb game the other night. I was like, yikes, is it 21-26 at half? Because that does not look good. Yeah, I think I think the good thing is I don't I don't think the ACC is really – I mean, like, Pitt is terrible. Mm-hmm. Louisville hasn't won a game. They've lost to a bunch of mid-majors so far. Florida State looked bad, too. Did yeah, you see Florida, Florida State's not that great. I, they just lost the other night, didn't they? Mm-hmm. NC State, I don't know how – NC, NC State, State looks good. Yeah, they threw up had little speakers. One hundred and four last last night or Tuesday night. It, they played FIU. Like, give yeah. or I, I was waiting for that part of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing I like about NC State basketball this year is they're they're a microwave team with the transfer portal, but they're all like fifth year guys, like some yeah. sixth year guys. Like they got the um, they got the player of the year from Winthrop last year in, in their conference. Uh, Jarkel Joiner from Ole Miss. He's a bucket. I think he dropped like thir- like high twenties last night. I think NC State had like three players drop in the twenties on, on Tuesday. Like they, I'll say they're microwaved. Obviously, they have Kansas coming up 
over Thanksgiving, and I think in one of those. Oh, they're going Bahamas, right? Yeah, the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That's always fun. Yeah, and you know, uh, Bill Self's first game back, NC State. Oh, that'll be a big game, yeah. (laughs) Bill had to give a little slap. Put the smackdown on him. Seventeen. Yeah. Obviously, like if they get blown out by Kansas, I I don't think it's like really fair to say that they suck at that point because Kansas is going to do that to a lot of teams. But I I do like what Keats has done. Um, He knows this is his last year to prove himself. He's got to win this year. Yeah, I think he's got the right guys in place. They they're not going to ACC. Um, Like I'm I'm not going that crazy, but I could see them being. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) I I could see them making the tournament. Uh, they they should make the tournament and you know be whatever third or fourth. He, or he something. has to make the tournament, like or else he's gone. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on him this year. I mean, yeah, but like, there's some bad teams in the ACC this year. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Pitt's terrible. Like we 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 played Pitt the other uh, West Virginia played Pitt and we beat him by like thirty. Is Where? Jeff Papel gonna get fired? Oh yeah, he should have got fired. Last he'll be an year. assistant for Duke again. <laughs> I don't know. He should have got fired last year. To be honest, I mean they were terrible last year. They've been terrible every single year he's been there. How's West Virginia going to be this year? I don't know. We we'll see. We we got um, defensively we should be better, but like, are we going to be able to score the ball? I don't know. We we play in the uh, Phil Knight Classic next week, so like Gonzaga, Duke, Florida. There's a bunch of good teams in there. Yeah. Purdue. So we're gonna find out pretty quickly. Yeah, you find hurt. out a lot after that. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out pretty quickly if we're good or not. <laughs> nice, nice. I like it. I love it. I love it. College basketball is a good time of year. Yeah, we, I we love may, college basketball. We may have to hop on the pod like once or twice. Yeah, I'm down for that because I during college basketball season, I I get dialed in. I, I'm big into college basketball. Yeah, yeah, g- with, give me a few weeks where we kind of everybody kind of figures out who's good, who's not, all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel out like, who's starting, like, who's benched. I feel like usually, like, what, mid-January is when really people start to get into college basketball. Right. That's a good time to get into it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's keep chugging away. Uh, my next play, Auburn. See that win last week against A&M? Mm-hmm. Dude, Auburn had two of their running backs rush for over 120 yards, just, like, playing, like, bully ball. Texas A&M, like, couldn't really do anything. And give or take, I think I think Ashford is Auburn's quarterback. He sucks. Like, he's not good at all. But they can run the football. And they're playing Western Kentucky, only five-and-a-half-point favorite. I, like, I know Auburn isn't the most talented team in the SEC. Yeah, even, like, their wide receivers are – very i mean they're not very talented but they have a run game i think if they can repeat the bully ball western kentucky don't have sec bodies out there on the line and auburn being at home the crowd's going to be there especially after a big win i think cadillac williams has done a great job with like inspiring that program because Mm -hmm. they're playing a lot harder we saw them like try to like hang around arkansas um obviously didn't happen and they gave mississippi state all they can handle when i thought mississippi state would have blown them out like just based on like weapons and how Mike Leach schemes, but this is not the same Auburn team that that started off the year. Um, so I will take the Tigers laying five and a half, and it really just comes down to principle. Like this is an SEC team. What what conference is Western Kentucky in? Are they in conference? Conference USA. Conference USA. Yeah, the CUSA. Yeah, yeah. Give, give me the SEC team. Anything <laughs> under a touchdown? No brainer. Um, I'll take Cadillac Williams in the resurging Auburn Tigers. <laughs> Uh, there, I've I've heard a lot of things that a lot of people think it's a trap game for Auburn. 
Really? Yeah. I've, yeah. A lot of people have said, watch out for this game. I, I'll yeah. be, I don't really know much about Western Kentucky. But what is their record? What's Western Kentucky's uh, record? They're they're seven and four, and their last three games are a forty-five to ten win against Rice, fifty-nine to seven win against UNC Charlotte, and they lost to North Texas, um, thirteen to forty. And North Texas is five and four. This could be a game where the over might be kind of fun too, because if they're supposed to keep it close, there might be a lot of points. I could definitely see over uh, fifty-two and a hook. And Brett, I will. I would say I would feed into your point. And honestly, if Auburn looked terrible and wasn't showing any fight against anybody, I'd probably be on like Western Kentucky. Yeah. I think they've had a change of heart, and they they're still I mean, way more talented. I, like, I just I think I think the main thing is is how good of a win is beating Texas A and M at this point either though. <laughs> like, I mean Texas A and M is terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're bad. I mean, I, I mean, you could say they're fighting for a bowl game, I guess, but I mean, when they play Alabama last game of the year, I don't, you know, they're not making a bowl game. Right. Yeah. I guess yeah. it's more for just pride. Well, you know, every year there's so many bowls now. They usually choose a couple five-win teams to hop in bowls. I could see Auburn, you know, kind of getting the nod just because their fan base travels well. And side note, uh, my buddy Dan, who I used to work with as well at my last employer, we had a bet. Um, Auburn, I said Auburn will win less than seven games this year. And he said they will win seven or more. So, um, Dan, I got that bottle of bourbon coming my way. <laughs> I need to text him. He was like, text me the bottle you want. He said, I'll probably just buy two because I'll try it too. <laughs> so, um, I, I need to send a text Dan's way. But, yeah, give, give me the Tigers here. I like what Cadillac Williams has, like, done to the program. And you can tell he really cares. Like, yeah. like his interviews, like, he sincerely cares. Mm-hmm. And when Lane Kiffin gets the job, we'll see how much he cares. No, I think I think they should be safe. They're playing Western Kentucky. I mean, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you're saying, SEC versus Conference USA. Okay, you don't even have to tell me the team's names, and I'll go with the SEC, I guess. So, yeah, typically until Florida lost to UCF last year. Right. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris, uh, we'll go you, Brett, and then I'll close it out. Um, if no one hits on the nominal Coastal Barbecue game, we'll we'll uh, we'll throw that out too. Uh, I got I got two more. Yeah, okay, that's perfect. We'll end with you then. Uh, well, my first one, 8 o'clock game is Wake and Syracuse at Wake. Uh, I'm looking at minus 10. Let's see the best number we can get you. Uh, are you taking Wake? Yeah, I'm taking Wake. You can get nine and a half? No, even better. No, I think uh, – I mean, obviously we all saw what they did with Carolina last week, but – Wake's better than they've kind of been playing, I think, recently. They've had, you know, at Louisville, at NC State, and then Carolina came into town. So, Syracuse has been, like, trash the last month. I think looking at it ever since Clemson. So, they lost to Clemson, lost to Notre Dame, lost to Pitt, lost to Florida State. I think they're almost kind of (laughs) writing this season off at this point. And Wake's probably got a little bit more to play for in front of a home team, in front of the home crowd. So, 
Wake's had really bad turnover luck as well. Um, I knew NC State defense could turn them over like they did, um, just forcing Sam Harmon into some bad positions. But I wasn't expecting that from Louisville, um, which NC State goes there this year. So this may be an under game, like big defensive battle. Um, But, yeah, I don't hate it. I think think Wake has too much talent to not bounce back here. So I, I think you're on the right side of this. I think Wake is one of those weird teams, too, where it's like they rise to the level of the competition and they also go down to the level of the competition. So, like, they hung with Clemson in overtime. They beat Florida State. Florida State's been going crazy lately. They hung tight with Carolina. But, you know, then they're going to get blown out by Louisville. It's like, you know, they play well in bigger games, I guess is what I'm saying. So, yeah. No, I, I don't hate it. Uh, Brett, you got any read here for uh, Wake-Syracuse? I don't know. I just haven't liked the way Wake's been playing offensively. I, I Hartman's been – he's been a little turnover turnover uh, prone lately. I, I could see the overhead on this, though. Um, uh, is, is Schrader playing? I don't think so. Is he still – is he out for the rest of the year? Did, did he not play last week? I just say I know I took I know I took Florida State and they covered, but when I saw they were up so big, I didn't even turn the game Trader on. Trader played last week. Okay, yeah, I thought he was back. Yeah, he had a, he had a whopping six for 17, 65 yards in the pick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Will Levis. Hey, that, that's a future first, probably. T- I mean, that's what Will Levis is putting out there, and that's a top ten pick right there. So, yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, they might rather put in that Del Rio Wilson guy again. Yeah. Damn. All right. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I can see you being the Syracuse has really stumbled. I mean, do, mm-hmm. you think Dino's back on the hot seat again? Nah, they're going bowling. Yeah. You think that's all he needed? Dude, that's all Syracuse can expect every year. I know they had like a couple good runs um, with, uh, who was it? With Dungey? When Eric, Eric Dungey was, no. They had a quarterback last name Dungey, didn't they? That was pretty good. Sounds familiar, but I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go back and look. Um, but no, Syracuse can't expect the world. I mean, no, they, they should be happy with, uh, you know, some, like you're saying, some bowl game that they just kind of added on so more, more people can watch more football. Yeah. They'll lose to Wake, then they play at Boston College. So they'll be, woo, we're seven and five. Okay. Good season. Yeah. Eric Dungey was the quarterback. Okay. He was on, did he actually, Undrafted, but was picked up by the Browns. Played for the Browns, the Dallas Renegades in the XFL, and um, he was on the practice squad for the Bengals. But no, I do remember like them being like pretty good around like 2015 to like yeah, and he was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But Damn. yeah, I think I think Wake's the right side here. Nice, nice. All right, Brett, last call. What you got? So. But by the way, you know, I've heard this on the radio too. The SEC playing a bunch of out of conference games like nobody's is like, come on, why are we doing this at this point in the season? But um, so one of the games that is actually two SEC playing teams playing is uh, Ole Miss and the Pigs. Yeah, Arkansas. I, Man, Sam Pittman, poor guy. I mean, we were all over them last year, and they've really just – Um, so this is to go – I don't know if K.J. Jefferson is playing either. 
Uh, honestly, even if he is, I, I still like Ole Miss in this spot. Coming off a tough win or tough loss against Alabama, going to uh, Arkansas, two and a half point favorite. Give me a uh, give me the Rebels. Nice, I like that. Last week, you know, I said like Arkansas was getting snow. Duck season opener. Everybody was going to yeah. be in the woods. If you notice, the crowd kind of trickled in late. It was, it was definitely some people like like rushing to the game. It seemed like, and I'm sure the weather didn't help. Maybe they decided to stay in the swamp for a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I, I like Ole Miss here too. If I had to, if I had a gun to my head and had to choose, I'd take the Rebels. What's the over under? Sixty three and a half. Mm. That's a lot of points. Yeah. Under, I think under two. Yeah, I mean, do we know KJ Jefferson is playing or not? I know he's probably he's probably game time decision again. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's see, because he was warming up and then they didn't play him. He is listed as injured still, so I mean, probably game time decision. Yeah, I wonder what the temperature is going to be again. Probably, probably nasty. Forty-four. Not as bad as last week. No, last week was cold. But yeah, I tell you what, if those boys in Arkansas killed the Ducks last week, they probably gonna hang out there a little bit longer this year. <laughs> <laughs> if if they're not expecting to win, yeah, yeah I, I definitely think. And we tried to be on like Sam Pittman again this year. They, dude, they always just start off like pretty good and just flame out. And when they flame out, that flame's like out. Like it's not getting relit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had a tough year, but I mean, Jefferson's been hurt a few games, so I mean, we'll give him a little pass. But all right, um, my last game, we are going. If I could type, we are going to Columbia. This team always travels well to Columbia. I don't know what it is about the volunteers, but Columbia, South Carolina is their home away from home. Probably a nice four hour bus ride there, maybe like sub five, depending on how many stops they make. But the best number I can get is 21 in a hook. Lay it again. Every team like right there at the top needs style points. I kind of see didn't did South Carolina lose to Missouri or did they play them like somewhat close? They lost to Missouri, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they lost to Missouri and we saw what Tennessee did to them uh last mm-hmm. week. They didn't let up. I think that was just like Hypel's alert going out to to South Carolina and Vandy on the last two weeks. We're not letting up, so you better bring your A game and it's just too much offense. South Carolina can't score with them and they definitely can't hang with them um three touchdowns. That hook may get me, depending on like how early they take a hidden hooker out. But Milton, Milton threw a bomb last week, didn't he? Yeah, throw, like, he a did. touchdown. Mm-hmm. First play he got in, like aired that thing out. I, I think the backups in Tennessee are just as good. We, we know he can throw it. He just can't throw it accurately. And he doesn't make the best decisions sometimes. Yeah. Like I can like last week, he was definitely like, hey, no matter what, I'm throwing you the football. So just like get open. <laughs> and, yeah. I, I think I think it was going I think it was going down range no matter what. Yeah, yeah I, Tennessee's backups can probably start at South Carolina. 
Right. He's got a few more weapons in South Carolina does too. So yeah, I mean Beamer, Shane Beamer, great guy. Obviously, like I, I love his dad, but not not this spot. Give me the Vols. I'm very confident in this 21 and a half here. All right, Chris, you want to close us out? Yeah, I'll give you one more right here. I got um, kind of like you were just talking about Brett. We got LSU playing UAB. I I don't know how that's a 15-point spread. That's going to be a booty smackdown. Mm. I think you think that's going to be a trap game? No. Yeah, no, you, you like UAB to cover that? Dude, LSU is playing – they've got more to play for than like a TCU or Tennessee or any of those guys. Yeah, hey, we're talking about style points as well, don't forget. Right. LSU needs more style points than anybody right now. Yeah. I know we were talking about style points, but, dude, this was on my card, and once it ticked up to like 14 <laughs> and a half, 15, I was like, nah. It it's a weird hard. number. It's a weird number. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Uh, what time's this game, you know? Nine o'clock ESPN two. Yeah. Oh, dude, sleepy game in Baton Rouge. Those Cajuns, dude, they're getting all the way till nine o'clock PM to drink. Yeah, that's gonna be rowdy. <laughs> Goodness, dude, I don't, they could be. It could be minus eighteen. I think they'd still cover. I don't think it's really gonna be that close. All right, you can take fourteen and a half, but I would. I'm just warning you, I would not play this. That's okay. I think LSU's a. Uh, they got a lot to fight for with the whole, you know, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee. They want to make a name in there somewhere, too. Yeah, you're right. Um, I didn't – we'll see, US, UAB's last 10. Bro, they lost to Liberty by seven. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude, I, I – They're five I, and five. I see enough close games to where the coaching staff doesn't completely, like, leave them out to dry – Give or take, they don't have the horses to keep up with LSU, but this is their Super Bowl. Hey, hold on, tell me what the first first half line is. That might be more more fun than the whole game. College football, stupid. Um, first uh, half seven and a hook. Yeah, that's that's not as much. That sucks just as much as fourteen and a hook. That's not a good I number. Think, I think the first half's easy. You do? Oh yeah. You want it? I think the no, I'm not gonna touch it, but I listen, I'm done touching <laughs> in game and in show games. Well I touched too many that Marcus has convinced me on. I don't think I want a single one this year. Whoa, 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 whoa. Didn't didn't you would you take Oh yeah, Liberty missed last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's Marcus probably like, said, Yeah, let's put that in the power parlay. I'm feeling really good about that. Yeah. yeah. And, and then wake. Yeah, and then wake. Yeah, wake and then and then his his wake one, you know, I was like, he was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a back and forth game. So I was like, you know what, screw it, I'll put over the over there, and I lost that too. Brett's car would be a whole lot better. If yeah, you take your picks. I, I blame half my losses on Marcus, honestly. Well, I, if we go back to the competition, I'm only down three. Brett's down five. Mm. Of course, of course, I, I did throw that Oklahoma one, or I threw the. Uh, which one did I throw on? Yeah, the Oklahoma one, right? With you, I told Last you. Week? To... Yeah, yeah. No, you I... convinced me. I threw that on with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that one's my bad, but that doesn't make <laughs> up for the other weeks. Yeah, I, it actually a couple weeks ago you talked me into the Baylor Oklahoma over that hit. 
Yeah. yeah, I think you talk me into like better picks and I talk you into Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that's fair to say. All right. Uh, so, Chris, LSU lane 14 and a hook. Sleepy, sleepy 9 p.m. game. Dude, do, God, do you bless. still want my fade Gary pick? Just real quick for the, oh, absolutely. For the fade. Yeah, the fade Gary pick. All right. So, I asked him, I was like, hey, Marcus hit me up. I'm going on the podcast again. You got something crazy for me. And he said, you know, I was reading up Hawaii. He's got Hawaii, sleepy, sleepy game. Watch. So he's got Hawaii. Hawaii is plus 11. They're two and nine at home with UNLV. And I said, okay, what's the deal? And he said, Hawaii has covered every single game at home that's been double digits. You know, he's got he's got a couple of valid points, right? So I looked into it. I was like, yeah, he's it's not wrong. And then uh, so I looked into it a little bit more. Hawaii is so bad this year. So they're two and nine. Their only wins are against Nevada, yeah, who is zero and six conference and two and eight overall. And then Duquesne. You say that the first that who that's who they have Florida State play. Yeah, Duquesne. Yeah, they're not even a FBS team. What didn't Hawaii play? I thought who played somebody played Hawaii. I thought it was the. But so, like to his point, like so, Utah State only beat them by seven. So I'm sure that Hawaii covered, right? Wyoming won by seven. Hawaii covered. Yeah, but was there a week zero game? I don't remember. I could have sworn I I took Hawaii in a in a spread earlier in this year, like the week one or week zero or something like that. Yeah, I think yeah. it had to be that Kent or Western Kentucky game. No, I thought I could have. Did they not play Vanderbilt at one point? Maybe. I think yeah. yeah. I feel like they did. You're right. Yeah. Because I was like, man, they're going to get blown out. Vanderbilt's going to lose because they're coming all the way from Tennessee. Yeah. On the spreadsheet? yeah, Vandy did play Hawaii, and Vandy blew them out. Yeah, yeah, because because I, t- I took Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, and I took Vandy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I was all over them. And then and then they got killed. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. So yeah, like, it was 63 to 10. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's not a cover. <laughs> Yeah, I would not take Hawaii in this spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, toss I'm, that one on there for the fade Gary UNLV minus eleven. If you're <laughs> if you're down bad and it's eleven o'clock at night and you need something to make you feel better, go for the fade Gary UNLV. All right, minus ten and a half. Okay, cool. I love it. The the last thing we have is uh Florida Vanderbilt. Um, that was the that's the pipe and hot pick of the week from now on Coastal Barbecue. So uh Florida is a 14 point favorite going into Nashville. Uh let me see if I can pull up the text message. I think they said so Vandy won last week, got their first SEC win since like 2018 or 2019, something like that. And so they think it's gonna be a little or a little bit of a hangover game. They think Florida's trending in the right direction, which I don't ever think that is a great thing to say Florida trending because whenever you think Florida's going to do something good, they do the complete opposite. Exactly. But they did cover for Joel last week. So um, take that for what it's worth. The pipe and hot pick of the week is Florida laying 14 in Nashville. That, I don't, that one, I don't know. I don't know. I can see, I yeah, can see a hangover game for, um, for honestly, both teams. I don't know. Vandy, I mean, they're they're they just beat a future top ten pick and Will Levis. Vandy did last week. So. Vanderbilt beating Florida would be the funniest thing I've seen this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'd be texting Joel 100 <laughs> percent I dude, this may be a Vandy money line play. I don't hate it. Just because it's Florida. 
I was going to say, this is their last game to really get up for because they're playing Tennessee the week after. So this is a wrap. This is their their last chance at making a little bit. And is, um, I think, it's Tennessee and Nashville this year? Mm, yeah, it's in Nashville. I mean, that'll be a home game for Tennessee. Tennessee has a default home game every year, whether they're in Neyland or whether – I mean, right. there's no Vandy fans in Tennessee. They're, they're they're all they're all like volunteer fans. Let's be real. All right. All right. So um, let's go ahead look at the sheet and um choose um who we're putting down for the, the power parlay. So nominal coastal barbecue obviously has one pick. So they are on Florida laying fourteen, but the board is open of anywhere else. Um, whenever y'all are ready, just shout it out. Chris, as the guest, you go ahead. You go first. Uh. Considering we have some similar plays. Mm, yeah, Marcus kind of scared me from the LSU game, so I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want the pressure of Carolina. Um, You're going so, TCU Carolina. or Liberty? Are you going to take one of those two, Brett? I'll take uh, – Oh, shit, I don't know. I'll take TCU. All right. Throw it in the hat. The Liberty game still scares me. Honestly. I'm staying away from that one. Yeah. Virginia Tech sucks. Yeah, I know they are. But that's what it, it sounds like. It'd be such an easy bet, and that's yeah. why it seems like it can't be. Give me give me the Ole Miss two and a half. Have we hit one of these yet this year? Yeah, we hit one. Dude, the one we hit at week eight. Yeah, week eight. Dude, wake late. So this three-leg. It was like plus 600. Oh, wow. So you think about it, it's about time it hits again because it's missed one, two, three, four, five, six. So we're technically like even if you take in the parlay every week. Yeah. <laughs> All right, round us out here. Um, Give me the balls. I, I see a beat down. This is when the backups get in, it's not going to stop. Yeah, like you said, their backups better than South Carolina starters. So, no, yeah, uh, I I really think so. So the power parlay: Tennessee laying twenty one and a hook, Ole Miss laying two and a hook, TCU laying two and a half, and then Florida fourteen on the dot. Uh, favorite going into uh, Vandy. Big SEC parlay right there. Yeah. Before before we end this, um. A couple games want to get your guys' opinion on. Uh, all right. First one, NC State traveling to Louisville. First of all, I mean, no offense to the Wolfpack, but how are they still in the top 25? So, I, I've said this and have the distance in the chat room. The only reason NC State is ranked is because the committee wants their best to give Chapel Hill a rank yeah, this season. They could easily lose this. I don't know if Malik. Yeah, Malik that's the thing. They can lose. They're basically like Chapel Hill. If NC State can ever do anything for you, they'll beat Louisville, and then maybe you can beat them to say you beat a ranked yeah. team this year. Mm-hmm. But I mean, NC State. We don't want to do Chapel Hill no favors. Let's just lose yeah. to Louisville and maybe beat Chapel Hill. Like that, <laughs> that would be the best thing an NC State fan could ever hope for. I th- I think if if I knew Cunningham was going to play this game. I probably would have taken Louisville. I, I think I had Louisville on my card, like yeah. towards the bottom. I th- like you said, I think he got banged up, but yeah, he did. It's his last home game. He's a senior. He's gonna play. 
yeah. So I mean, that, that was just bad loss to Boston College. I mean, yeah. you can't you can't lose that. The game shouldn't have been that close, but like when State got up so early, they yeah. basically sat on the ball. MJ Morris got a little banged up, and give or mm-hmm. take, it only took one terrible pass interference call, like down to the goal line on fourth and down, to give Boston College the chance to punch it in. Bad yeah. loss game. Tim Beck just got way too conservative in the play calling, like all those design run plays. Like MJ Morris is pretty good when you let him throw it. So, and they literally just went away from like what he does like pretty well. So, I mean, uh, the play for the fired. that state Louisville, the play might be the under. Yeah, definitely under. It's it was probably like 45, under 45, something like that. Yeah, so 45. Yeah, take the under. I see 17 to 10, something like that. Two pretty good defenses, awful play calling with NC State and banged up Cunningham. I, I wouldn't expect a lot of fire. Not going to be many points, yeah. I do like the under. Yeah. yeah. And Brett, the, the two like best games, like ranked matchup wise, are both in the Pac-12 this week. Well, that's that's what I was gonna. Ma- I mean, listen, yeah. I know we, I know we don't talk Pac-12, but they actually have some decent football teams out there this year. I mean, so uh, we, yeah, we, you got you got UC, USC two and a half point favorite against UCLA, and then Utah a two point favorite against Oregon at Oregon. So, what do you like in those? UCLA for sure. I mean, uh, so, some some people are still saying that hey, like there's a chance if USC wins out or whatever, then they um if chaos happens, then they'll they'll sneak in somehow. So yeah, they could. I could one see loss. it. Yeah, I could see one loss USC, uh, Pac-12 conference champion getting in. I think I think one one loss USC would get in over a one loss ACC champion. Yeah. Yeah, because but that's not going to happen because UCLA money line. Yeah, I, I like UCLA money line for sure here. I don't. What's the over under on this? This could be a high scoring game. Seventy six. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't touching that. Never mind. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, because USC doesn't have defense either. Right. It's going to be a fun one to watch. You know, yeah, I mean, whoever has the ball last, apparently, you know. Yeah, I I could see that. And um, what Bo Nix are we going to get? Good Bo Nix or bad Bo Nix? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, for most part of the year, it's been a good Bo Nix, but I mean, that loss to Washington last week was. Mm-hmm. Utah Utah has a solid, solid squad this year. Yeah. Dude, how about one and nine Colorado is a thirty-one point dog to Washington in Seattle? <laughs> Jeez, there's another game, and I almost took this, but they're so bad this year. But it's not like Texas A&M is any better. But A&M's a thirty-three and a half point favorite, I think, against UMass, which is like one and nine. But like, I'm not gonna lie, I I almost took UMass to cover right there. That's crazy. A three and seventeen being a thirty-three and a half point favorite against a one and nine team. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, like, is Texas A&M gonna be fired up for that? Probably not. So I don't know. I I almost threw UMass. Covering there, I don't yeah. know if AM can score thirty three points. Yeah, that's that's what that's yeah, the thing. I don't tough. think they have this year. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they haven't. The most points they've scored is thirty one against Sam Houston State, and they won that game thirty one to zero. Take yeah, UMass. even if it's thirty one zero, they can't cover. Take UMass. I don't know. UMass is bad though. They're I think they're what one and nine. I think I was I saw. I mean, they're they're, they're terrible. 
Who's UMass's only win is um, Stony Brook. Yeah. Was that getting close? Did I take Stony Brook that week? Was that week one, I guess? No, week three. I don't remember you taking the Stony Brook. Yeah. It might have been on my card. You <laughs> remember a Stony Brook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pick of the year, Stony Brook. Or UMass, yeah, that didn't happen, but – Guys, I think I think there's some pretty good plays on the board. Chris, if you could come in here and I mean, obviously you have five plays. So if you can go four and one for us, we'd we'd really appreciate it because we need hey, it. Don't leave out my UNLV minus eleven. Yeah, I dude, I'm gonna just make a whole new column like for fade theory. <laughs> and I'm I'm just gonna text you every week and, and we'll just like for just that big. Does your dad listen to this? Uh if I send it to him, he'd listen to it, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get him to listen to it. See, the, the issue is I have so much respect for your dad. I would hate to just, like, make him the black hat on the show. It would be like, just fade him every single week. It's like when Chase comes on during bowl season. If you fade every single pick or conference championship week, if you fade every pick that Chase has had the last two years, you'd be up, like, 20 units. Right. That's – I mean, we're going to show our respects, but that's the same way it would be with him, too. I don't know. That'll be interesting. All right. Let's go ahead and recap, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Chris Collins, thanks for joining us. This was very yeah. fun. As always, he has five winners for you. Liberty laying 10, TCU laying two and a hook, Georgia Tech plus 21 and a half, Wake laying nine and a half, and then LSU sleepy night game in Baton Rouge, a 14 and a half point favorite. Uh, my card, Liberty laying 10, Notre Dame laying 20 and a hook, Ohio State laying 27 and a half, Auburn five and a half point favorite at home against Western Kentucky. Tennessee traveling to Columbia to play the Gamecocks, 21 and a half point favorite. And then TCU laying two and a hook. Brett's card, Liberty laying 10, TCU laying two and a half. Kansas State, a seven and a half point favorite going to Morgantown. And then Ole Miss playing the Pigs, two and a half point favorite. Now we know Coastal Barbecue is on Florida laying 14. Joel would be smiling if he was listening right now. And then Fade Gary Pick, UNLV, Lady 11, do not take Hawaii. Power parlay this week. Tennessee laying 21 and a hook for me. Brett Tossin, Ole Miss laying two and a hook. Chris is enlightening us with TCU laying two and a half. And then now in Oklahoma Barbecue, eight and five overall for the season. They are on Florida laying 14. Let's get some wins, boys. Let's go. Looks so, yeah. like some pretty good games up there. Yeah, if we can hit a 70% clip this week, that that get us back in really good standing. Uh, I, I want to do that. This is probably one of the more underwhelming weeks of the season, honestly. Yeah, dude, all the, all the actions out west in the Pac-12. Yeah, and I'm assuming – what time does this game start? Probably, like, what, 3.30 and then uh, – Let's see. Yeah, these are all the warm-up games for next week, so. Uh, so they're – dang, so the, it's an 8 p.m. and a 10.30 p.m. kickoff. I won't yeah. finish that Utah Oregon game. Yeah, I'm not gonna be up for that one either. No, I can't watch that one. <laughs> I can I can watch the USC UCLA, but I would not yeah. be up for like one AM. All right. That'll well, be a lot of points. That'll be fun to watch anyway. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be well. Let's chop it up in the chat room. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in the half of distance to the goal. We'll catch you next week. Sounds good. Good. Right, thank you. Bye. Yeah. Bye.